Music Day right here on the Fuse 984. It is Capital FM, your best mix of music. Let me know how you're doing on 0701-984-984. And the Fuse 984, myself, Anne Mora, and Nadia Favorite. You can talk to us on 0701-984-984, as I did say, because I did have a question for you, especially when it comes to real estate, when it comes to luxury, when it comes to understanding construction as well, because I am joined in studio with Andre Lubemov. I hope I said that right. Um, yeah, with over 15 years experience in real estate encompassing a real estate investment and development construction project management and asset management as well he's worked everywhere from the uk russia france and the netherlands and also working back home here in kenya as well good morning how are you doing today good morning very well thank you thank you so much for joining us i wanted to start off with let's go to the top the luxury part of all of this yachts because there's a point where you were selling yachts and you have a great idea for lake naivash if i'm not correct now i was i was doing refurbishment of a mega yacht in the Netherlands as part of my experience with uh, um, high-end clientele doing their luxury constructions and refurbishments. So yeah, they did villas, apartments, and then a yacht. Right. Um, <laughs> there is a growing industry here in Kenya as well. I think we have all the, um, all the right fundamentals, um, particularly on the Lake Victoria, where we have... Um, many beautiful islands and and then shoreline with amazing views but it's very difficult to get there like to get from Kisumu to Mbito will take you three hours driving whilst you can get there in 30 minutes on a speedboat mm-hmm. and yeah there's, there's there's a great launch pad for building luxurious resorts and yacht clubs and and this whole Infrastructure, And when it comes to infrastructure and building, especially in Kenya, we do see construction having a bit of an issue at the moment, right? Um, certain buildings seem to be going down in certain areas around Kenya. Why is this happening and how can people change their mindset? Because cheaper is more expensive in the long run. Well, I think this is partially due to the fact that many people see construction as something that can be kind of homemade. I can cook for myself. I can build for myself. And this probably comes from the times when people were building their dwellings using mud and straw. But now the times have changed. People building multi-story apartment blocks using concrete and, and stones and steel. But the, the, the approach is still the same, which is completely wrong. And that, that's why we end up with having building collapse. Right. The, the, this is a proper profession and it requires highly skilled professionals giving advice to developers and investors. And speaking about advice in just a bit, we're going to be getting advice for first-time landowners and what you need to know as well. When's the right time to invest for your family, for your children as well when it comes to real estate? Let me know all the questions that you have on the Fuse 984. It's the birthday girl herself, Lana Del Rey, right here on the Fuse 984. Myself, Anne Mora, and Nadia Favri. We are still talking to Andre, who's giving us all the information when it comes to construction, when it comes to real estate management, and so much more. So if you do have questions, send it on 0701-984-984. Margaret wants to know, what are the papers you need to look out for when it comes to construction? Because some of these people say they're construct, that they know what they're doing, uh, but they seem to have fake papers. So what should you be looking out for when it comes to Okay, first you need to start with putting together a team of consultants. So essentially you need an architect who is supposed to be registered with uh, Borex, uh, and ideally a member of Architectural Association of Kenya. You need a quantity surveyor, also uh, registered with Borex. You need a civil and structural engineer um, 
who is a member of Engineers Association of Kenya, and you will need a, a <coughs> mechanical, electrical, and plumbing engineer who is also a <coughs> member of this association. Now, having put this team together, you prepare your drawings, you prepare your bills of quantities, you take them to tender, you get a bunch of contractors coming to you with uh, offers. Uh, now, you need to make sure that the contractor is uh, registered with NCA, National Construction Authority. Uh, there are like several tiers uh, allowing them to build a project up to a certain value. So, yeah, if, 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 if you're planning to build a house worth 10 million shillings, your contractor has to have NCA 3 or whatever. I don't remember the exact numbers. So yeah, that, that's, that's the papers they need to show you. And, and also they have to have uh, all the relevant insurance in supply. Right, and someone whose number ends in 827, uh, they're asking about budget. They feel like they're going way over budget. Is it possible to stay in budget at the early stages of construction? It is possible to stay on budget if, if you approach it professionally. And before you start construction, you sit down and think of all possible costs that you might encounter including inflation, price escalation, and also it's very important to price for risks. You can sit down and list um, all the potential risks that you may encounter, then assign uh, probabilities to this risk and assign values to this risk. Let's say, I know there can be unusual rains with a probability of 50% that will delay your construction by two weeks and that will cost you another half a million shillings. Mm -hmm. So by multiplying half a million shillings on 50% probability, you put this 250,000 um, shillings allowance in your budget. Fantastic. Please keep sending in your questions on the Fuse 94 or 0701-984-984. It is a Fuse favorite. Of course, it is on World Music Day. Happy World Music Day. Let us know what you want to listen to or make it happen just for you on 0701-984-984. Something else, of course, we're making happen for you is answering all your questions when it comes to construction, when it comes to real estate and management and so much more as well. So keep sending in those questions on our social media or on our Capital FM Fanatics because I am joined in studio with Andre, who, of course, is an international construction project director with over 20 years experience across Europe, Middle East and Africa, successfully leading luxury residential hospitality offices, retail and high-end mixed-use development projects. A passion of his, of course, is constructing outstanding buildings. And, of course, he's had the fortune of working with the leading architects all around the world. Let's bring it back home, though, because there's some funny colors in Kenya. There's some interesting buildings I do want to know from you. What do you think about the architecture in Kenya at the moment? Uh, it's obviously very vibrant and, and has... Uh a lot of nice uh, flair. <laughs> uh, in if we look at Nairobi, we have a little problem with uh, consistency because we don't have any legislation that kind of governs the planning and the overall look of the city. So people building whatever they want without agreeing with each other, without agreeing with any central body who would be in charge of aesthetics. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, it's it's a bit eclectic. Uh, some pieces of architecture are indeed outstanding, and some are quite weird in my opinion. But yeah, we, we have this very nice mix of buildings. <laughs> right, so, okay, so I just want to understand something from you, because like, let's say if I was in, in the States, in a certain street, you can't build, let's say, certain colors on the street, you can't have certain types of buildings on there, but in Kenya, anything goes. Yeah, so in, in, in other countries, in other cities, there's like, a, uh, let's say, office of the architect-in-chief, 
and any developer will need to submit their drawings and, and get their approval to make sure that, the, that whatever they design are in line with overall design pattern that was earmarked for that particular neighborhood, let's say. Oh my gosh, okay, I think we definitely need to invest in that. Speaking about investment as well, there is a new levy that is being proposed, right? About 3%, 5%, who knows at this point. Um, how do you feel about this and does this affect internationals and locals as well when it comes to real estate and, and construction and property? Uh, I believe it affects everyone who earns any income in, in the country, uh, regardless if they're citizens or residents. Uh, well, I agree that we do need some kind of levy to finance the affordable housing program. I'm not sure if the way it's designed currently is probably the best. I remember that a couple of years ago we had much better idea whereby we had uh, property development levy that was paid by the developers at a negligible half percent. And it, it made much more sense because country's economy is growing, um, meaning the government is doing a good job. So the public is supposed to benefit, but who is benefiting? Developers who are not who are benefiting from the growth of economy, growth of land prices, growth of property prices, but they're not giving anything back. They're not paying for extra load they create on traffic infrastructure. They're not paying for extra extra police officers. They're not paying for anything, right? So that was quite logical to, to, to introduce that levy to pay for infrastructure. But uh, unfortunately, it was scrapped in, in, in a blink of an eye following the pressure from some powerful individuals or companies, I guess. All right. The more you know on the Fuse 984, keep sending in your questions like I did mention earlier on all our social media platforms.